Hello friends, today we're going to explore the word learning. As is tradition, let's take a step down etymology lane and let's find out its origin and whether the definition matches modern perception. As early as the 1200s or what can be considered the era of Old English, to learn was to get knowledge, be cultivated, study, read, or think about by means of education. If you open either Madame Oxford or Sir Webster, you'll find that learning means something similar. By modern means, to learn means to gain knowledge or skill acquired by instruction or study. Under a more behavioral lens, it's seen as a modification of behavior or tendency due to experience, so something like being conditioned. Now that we know what it means, at least by dictionary standards, let's explore perspective. To help guide in that, let's think about the word and how it relates to us and understanding. When you learn, what do you come to understand? Is it the same thing to learn as it is to understand? And if in your mind, these can be two truths that either coexist, or you can have one without the other, why and how is that possible? From my perspective, we can learn about something or change behavior and not quite understand the why, simply the how, and maybe even at what point did we learn or have that change. So how then can we consider ourselves above creatures that might have that taboo word of instinct? If you want to change the meaning of instinct, you can think about it as following under the category of understanding without learning, for example, hunting or having a prey drive in some breeds of dogs. They understand how to move their bodies and use their senses to their advantage, but it may be something they have never learned to do, merely a consequence of exposure. So with that, and tying things back to learning, how does exposure impact our ability to learn and allow us to eventually understand? Can exposure lead to understanding, which then can affect our way of learning? Does it matter in which order we go through the motions? Let's extend this line of thinking to ways we interact with one another on a daily basis and general perceptions we have or limiting beliefs we let exist because we've learned they have a place in our world. I'll give you a moment to think about what may be a limiting belief you've either found yourself aligned with or have seen imposed on someone else. As you do that, I'll quickly explain what they are for my folks who are unfamiliar with what a limiting belief is. A limiting belief is something you perceive as a truth that prevents you from acting in either a certain way or perceiving yourself to be. For example, if you're physically short, you may believe that you are not meant to professionally pursue certain sports because there can be a height advantage or preference that's commonly accepted. Limiting beliefs often are created to protect us or our ego specifically from being hurt. Some, however, can be placed on us by others who do not wish to protect but prevent for whatever reason they may have created and justified in their minds. All right, limiting beliefs aside, let's now come all together and think about learning and limiting beliefs. 
So if we have come to know that we are not meant to do something because of collective acceptance, what does that mean for our understanding of our place in society as both the individual and the member? At what point were you made aware of those truths you thought were yours when in actuality they were limiting beliefs? When you learned about those interactions, did you understand why you allowed yourself to accept them and act accordingly? If you were the observer in a situation, how did that leave you to understand your place in the world and your ability to impact another's perceptions and beliefs? Sometimes life throws us chances to experience interactions outside of our norm or our comfort zone. So if you find yourself, as you reflect, thinking back and recognizing that you're more of the observer, firstly, that's okay. It happens to all of us. But what matters is what you took from that experience and have come to realize now. Now, if you chose to act, what in the past helped you to take action? And thinking about action, did you find it to be an inspired action you took or more reflexive, almost like an instinct? Either way, action and thought aside, how did you feel before stepping in and after? Friends, I recognize I've given you a lot of questions, but with that, as you think about learning and the many ways we exist and come to understand our world, think about how we can improve or shape our experience. Experience shared or individually had directly impacts perception and is powerful in destroying limited beliefs. And on the flip side of that, can also help create or reinforce them. As always, stay safe, be blessed, and until next time.